Let's talk about corporate influence in the media. And before I do, I am very aware that we're extremely lucky here on HBO. We don't have advertisers. So if I want to say that, for instance, Cadbury cream eggs are filled with dolphin sperm, <laughs> or, or that Old Navy clothing makes you look like a tacky murderer, or, or, that, or that Snickers only satisfies you for about eight minutes, then makes you hate yourself for the rest of the day, I can. I can do all of those things. And why? Well, because of HBO's business model, which no-one has been able to adequately explain to me yet. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. There is a separate there is a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. Are you serious? Always a good idea. Always a good idea to, to turn on, on the mic. mixer before oh we God, record. So much. Wow, that was so funny. And, uh, I'm just gonna leave it like that. We didn't with we the didn't, dead silence. Yeah, in the no, beginning. that's fantastic. Because um, and John Stamos <laughs> that'd, just that'd left. be funny. I don't know why I pulled John Stamos. That's, I know why you did. Why? I don't know. Because the Guardians of the Galaxy. John Stamos. Yeah, he name drops John Stamos. Did you know why yeah, he his does ship, name drop? You know why his name is his ship is named the Milano after Alyssa Milano. Yeah, that's I didn't nice. put that together. I'm like, he must really like cookies. That's I know, right? <laughs> um, anyway, hey, before I get started, yeah. I'm going to say straight up to you. Uh-huh. And again, folks, um, no one, well, a few of you are going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. But um, I just want to say, Chris, thank you. Thank you. This has been, this has been just one of those weeks where um, you, you find out who, who your friends are. Yeah, so, I, so have to, I have to thank say, you. I'm always going to feel guilty about not answering my phone. No, don't. I, I, no, you can't change that. That's no, just I, one of those. Um, but thank you for your your support. Everyone else out there, uh, there are a few of you who listen to the show. You know I appreciate mm-hmm. your support. Uh, the rest of you who are wondering just what the hell is he talking about now. Yeah, give um, it a little it's time. It's a little raw right now. Yeah. Um, I'll just tell you, no one has died. Okay? Right. Um but um, some stuff went on. So, but anyway. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, it's it's nice to know in times like this that sometimes you have friends who are more than uh, family. <laughs> in, in the only, the only, so, um, the and there only are some s- people out there. I'm extremely, I'm extremely disappointed in. Yeah. The only so. stipulation is you still have to talk to me after I help you out. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Fuck uh, him. So um, <sighs> that's a whole other story. That yeah. when when I think enough time has passed, I will tell. But so um, sh- long story short, 
if somebody helps you not get evicted, you don't ignore them because all of a sudden you found God in a bullshit way to try to save your own marriage. So thank anyway, you Anyway, I had to say something. It's been, it's been brewing for a long time. <laughs> it really has. I just feel like I got shit on. I know, right? For helping somebody out. Oh, there's actually, I do have a... Um, I do have something about that. Fucking tell me. I, I do. I, I was in touch. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let you... I'll um, tell you about that. Okay. Um, but anyway, so again... Is that going to make me feel like shit about what I just said? No. Okay, no, good. I think it's, 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 it's valid because there are some things that people you know should do and just pull the fucking trigger. Um, but I am, like I said, it's just really nice to know who you... Do mm. your friends are and who uh, who you can count on when shit drops. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That is we funny. Talking about that, that's funny. Like the word punchline will be funny right <laughs> exactly. from now on. Yeah. So um so yeah. this will be really interesting because later it'll be like those real hardcore are you serious fans who are gonna know that. I remember. Wait a minute. There was a show where they mentioned shit dropping and punchline. That's yes. awesome. Episode three hundred and twelve. There it is. So, yeah. all right. So, moving on. So, for for anybody that's like, I need to know now. First, sorry. Yeah. Um, it depends on a lot of other things that need to happen first, and um, eventually, uh, maybe a year from now. Maybe. Yeah. You'll maybe. feel like talking about it, or you'll have a one man show. Yeah. Which I would pay to see, because that shit was uh, tragic and hysterical at the same time. Hey, you know, it's, um, don't they say comedy tra- is just tragedy? Tragedy-sterical. Tra- yeah, tragedy plus time <laughs> is humor, so yeah. this one's gonna, this is still a little raw. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm still really angry. That's totally understandable. So, uh, anyway, so moving on past that shit. Yes. Um. And on to some other shit. Oh, uh, want me to update the hard drive thing? Yes, please. All right, so I, 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 I talked to the dude. I didn't talk to you last week. I, I had there girls help me review Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, with Boo and, and all that. It was just, yeah. I just didn't want to. Um, Again, I'm sorry about that. That yeah, I heard, well, uh, Stop killing abs- my dogs. Absence was uh, <laughs> definitely noticed when I came in. Well, she was not the one that I thought would die first. I know. Clearly the zombie Methuselah dog <laughs> walking around. Maybe, maybe. She's still one. walking around. Around. Yeah, so, uh, it's a Dorian Gray dog. Most apparently, me, yeah. But Boo is—I um, uh, definitely noticed the absence of Boo when I came yeah. to the house tonight. We, so. we—I think we tricked ourselves into thinking she was younger. Yeah, because we just call them puppies, and like yeah. she had a young-looking dog face. Does that make sense? Not to Oscar got she she's she's got white on her chin. It started yeah. off like tannish, and she's got white hair on her. She looks older. Like her face just before she got thin. Her face just looked tired. Yeah. Boo always looked the same. Like from the time she became, you know, an adolescent puppy to then and and then she just she just laid down under the dining room table. Mm. I thought I thought it was just too hot. We were gonna call the vet and whatever. Yeah. I'm not gonna go through all that again. Um so I had the girls sit in <clears throat> and um I asked them some questions because I I thought they'd be able to talk about it after seeing it like the day before. Or or was it the same day? I don't even fucking know. Um, but they don't. They don't. They 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 couldn't do a book report right now. They can't yeah. summarize. They can talk about their favorite parts. So it was a huge spoilery thing, which I prefaced uh, 
<laughs> hopefully quite well we gotta wait a while um, before we spoil some of that well we already did we oh, already did, did. and um and and etsy is already spoiling really some stuff yeah interesting yeah, i'll give you a hint oh really yeah that's yeah. too bad no but that's but it's so cute yeah no it, it really totally is. is um um so we did that and then i'm then so so Okay, so Wednesday I had talked to the guy, and he said, okay, I'm going to talk to the engineer, and I'll get an update, and I'll call you, and I'll let you know what's going on on Thursday. Because it went from one guy who couldn't get the discs, the platters, I guess is what they're called, to spin. So they changed out a chip set or something, and they were still going. And uh, he said the first engineer, the level one engineer, couldn't get it done. So he said, but we don't give up. So it's gone to the level two engineer. So um, that's he was going to talk to him and get uh, an update because I just you know I just want an idea of yeah. when. And uh, I didn't hear back from him. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy that calls every day. So I had talked to him earlier in the week. So that negated my Friday email of, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. This is the fifth email that you haven't answered. So I thought. All right, since it's moved up, I'm like, I just, I don't feel like contacting them. I made that decision this morning, right? I'm like, I'll wait till Thursday or Friday. And then the dude called like three hours later. Nice. I don't answer the phone. Not to be a dick, but I see it says Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Right? I know it's not you calling me. So I don't answer that because I want it to go to voicemail because I want a record yeah. of every conversation that we've right. had. So he's always left voicemail, except for the first conversation I had with the guy that explained what was going on yeah. and all that. So he said that they're having trouble with, not balance, with alignment. It's not aligning properly so it can read. He said, we, we, this was the weird part. I didn't understand this. They wanted my approval to go ahead and get a new set of parts that wouldn't cost me anything and wouldn't change the estimate. Okay. I made sure. I wrote back. Uh, I wrote him an email, uh, and I said, sorry, with the 4D theater, I have VPs around me all the time, so it's really difficult. I yeah. just can't answer the phone. Um, I said, but if I, I said, um, if it's not going to cost me any more in parts, like you said, and it doesn't change the estimate. Go Just ahead and do it. Do it. Why no, are you wasting well, time calling I, me? Well, I like the fact that he called to give the update because he said it would then take an additional three to five days to get the parts in, get them installed, and have another update. So that's good. I there's another from today, three to five days. But so you know what you know what kind of bugs me about that though, because huh. he leaves you a message, right? Yeah, and he tells you that this is what we can do. Yeah. All right. And he's waiting for you to say, "Yeah, go ahead." But right. again, if the only real things that are gonna that you can base your decision, the only real things that you are going to base your decision on is whether there's potential for data loss, right, or it's going to change the estimate and cost you more money. Right. He did okay? say it still looks because, really good that it, we will right. get a full recovery. Okay. So why not 
you know, so now he's going to wait for you to call him back. So it could be 10 hours before you get that voicemail. It could be, yeah. And then you call it him, would, you leave a voicemail. It was immediately. All right. So, But the thing is, though, it's just like, why not just say, this is what we're doing. This is why. Well, I it's think, not going to cost you any difference. Yeah. There's not going to be any data loss. This is what we're doing. I think it's going it to be another the, three to five days. I think it was days. the time thing because now they've had the drive for, they've have physically had the drive for there. six weeks. For, no, it's been a month. I went back and looked. It was like they... I started this whole thing in the middle of uh, beginning to middle of uh, June, June. but they've had it since July 3rd. So, you know, them, because it went... Actually, you know what? I think that it was even... No, like a I, I look days later than that, wasn't it? Because well, I paid you told them me the estimate. I paid them the, the parts fee on the seventh after the holiday weekend um, because I got the thing, and then it was the fourth, and I'm like, I'm just gonna yeah, wait. Yeah, because you told me on the third yeah. what it was because you texted right. me when I was in New Hampshire. So um, I think what it was is the extra time because um, I asked him for an estimate of when will I have something to review. He called out of the blue. Without my prompting, yeah. so I, I'm cool. All right. I'm cool with that. That's fine. Um, he, he lots of detail. It's the same guy all the time that I all talk right. to, so that's all right. So it's still, you know, they they haven't seen any problem with with my porn. So cool. They don't <laughs> care about your porn. <laughs> See, now I'm thinking they're just taking all this time to build a case. <laughs> I don't, and if it's one of the dude, we found a whole bunch of shit on this drive that's like super illegal. I'd be like, I fucking don't give it back to me. Then give me the other stuff because clearly I didn't put that there. Russian Russian bots must have done it or yeah. something. I don't know. <laughs> we got through the entire first season of Arrow. Don't ask me the connection between yeah. illegal stuff on the hard drive and why we're going to start season two tomorrow night. Okay, <laughs> but um, Arrow is. The first season's all right. Yeah, it's, I've uh, watched a little bit of it. it. It gets better as it goes on, yeah. as as you get more into the the undertaking and all of that, the 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 secret stuff going on. Um, a couple of characters, I just I'm like, just fucking kill these people already. I'm done. Yeah. I'm totally done with them because the motivations on some of them is so. It's written like so childish. Yeah, like. Oh, you liked him, but now now you don't like me, and I'm here, but you love him. Do you know and it's why? Like, oh, do, do you know why that's give there? A shit. But it's done so poorly. Yeah, I know, but it's there to that element is put in there for female viewers. That's to just pull have in. just have Stephen Mel take his fucking shirt off. That's that's good for female viewers. That they like that part. My girls love that part. Apparently, apparently, every time Thor takes his fucking shirt off, that's now Ripley's boyfriend. Okay, we watch the Avengers after after Guardians because now yeah they want to know more. All right, I gotta uh, tell, and they we love gotta talk about Guardians Loki. for a few minutes. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I am <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those movies that makes me wish the internet didn't exist. Mm. It makes me wish that. DVDs and pirated movies didn't exist. Okay, why is that? Because Guardians of the Galaxy should be this generation's Star Wars. It very well could be. Only because, but the reason it won't be is mm. because 
it won't be in the theaters. It'll be in the theaters for another three weeks. That's Maybe true. Maybe a month. That's okay. True. And then let's turn that down a little bit. We'll have a little background music. I'm going to buy the soundtrack. By the way. So I just think that it doesn't get to be. It just becomes another like thing when it's better than just another thing. Yeah. All right. I'm going to turn our headphones down a little bit. It was so good like yeah. it was just so good there were like great set pieces they're great like if i was nine years old i would be all over like action figures for this shit i might still be yeah. all over action figures for oh this shit i am it definitely was, picking up a nova core ship those things were like if they're throwaway ships but then at the end it's like holy shit look yeah. at what they can do oh my god we, we all leaned into each other like, we didn't know we, they could do that Oh my god, it was so it was just so much fun. Yeah. It was I don't need I mean it's been oh, I want to talk about it. So go ahead. It doesn't yeah. you know, spoilery. Fine. Right. Spoilery. The fucking prison escape. Yeah. Was awesome. And then my it was really well thought out. You know, they go looking for that guy's leg. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what was awesome about Rocket Raccoon? Uh, okay. I tried really, really, really hard. Really hard at the like when we first met Rocket. I tried really, really, really hard to hear Bradley Cooper. No, he was doing he was doing a good accent, and it really I was never heard him. Okay, no, and no, he I didn't heard, break through at all. All I heard of Vin Diesel was the robot from Iron Giant. Yeah, so that's all, and it was, but it was, but it he was, had he had some warmth and emotion yeah, in his voice. Yeah, exactly, which was really good. Um, so it was just. So good. Um, also, when you take a professional wrestler and you put him in a movie because he's the right body type, yeah, shit's not always going to work out but right. He was, re- he you know, was you, really good. You know who he is? Drax is. I'll wait till you stop drinking. Drax is space. Ron Swanson. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. Right? That's perfect. I yes. thought I was crazy when I, because yeah. the same way he talks and he doesn't take shit. He's just like, if Ron Swanson was Conan the Barbarian in space. You, you know what was great about it, though? He did take everything literally. Oh, yeah. And it would have been very, very, very easy for the screenwriters to just turn that into a funny gag. You know, this very silly thing. Yeah. You know, but it was just, it, it was kind of subtle. And it then wouldn't have helped the script. There's that one scene where they're kind of talking about some serious shit, and he's just like, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I was thinking about something else. (laughs) And you're like, what the fuck was that? And he was just... I I almost want to believe that that's an outtake, and that he just (laughs) forgot his line. He's like, I'm sorry, I was thinking about something else. Yeah. I mean, it was just... He did such an amazing job. I was was happy. I was happy with that. Because I didn't expect anything. Like... I saw the interviews with him, and I've seen behind-the-scenes stuff with Batista. Um, that's his last name, right? David, I'll be honest. David I Batista. didn't even really know who and, he was. Um, I knew he was... I, I don't know. I had never really... But he he was so genuinely excited to get the part. He'd done a couple things before he'd been in a couple of movies. I guess he was in Riddick. He was one of the bounty hunter guys. But he went and took more acting lessons yeah, before to, this. to do this. And, and like, he needed it, too, because, like, I mean, there was some actorly shit he needed yeah. to do. And, and he, I, he paid off. Yeah. It, this was so good. It was so good. And you know what? I really 
thought it was interesting. Um, the after the credits scene, yeah, it was re- what was really neat about that, and this is what gave me a real like. It's nineteen. This was a. This would have been one of those movies that like. All right, you know how we talk about the early eighties as yeah. being like the fucking prime movie period. Yep. Okay, yep. twenty yep. years from now. Okay, people are gonna look back. Oh no, we we know. We've talked about that this. This, this is, is one, this is one of those. This is one this of those is the movies. New golden era you know? of of films. Yeah, and it's it's one of those like it was really neat to hear a kid going, "Who was that?" and yeah. a dad explaining who that was and why that is. Yeah. Not only significant, yeah. but pretty goddamn funny. Ballsy too. Yeah, it means nothing. Apparently, it's just Not like a, a throwaway joke. <laughs> but what, what got but, you crazy was going all the speculation on. Oh, is he going to get a movie now? It's like, no, he's probably not even going to get another. No, but book he could now. show up in the next movie, right? But like we had watched that movie three, four months ago. Just like I'm really? like I'm like this is one we need to watch yeah because you know aside from the innuendo and uh, and the the sexual stuff that's like yeah. flew right over their heads, but I, I leaned over because he looks different yeah from comic book to CG to movie, and um I leaned over and over and I'm like hey you know who that is and she said no I told him I, t- I told her who he was and um and she's like oh okay but she kind of knew. Because he looked different, it was like she didn't want to say yes, and that looks nasty. Yeah. What is that? Is that a cut? It's on the back of my leg. Yeah. It's Ebola. Huh? It's Ebola. No. Probably not. Probably not. Um, I saw it in the the IMAX 3D. And... um, theater i'll say that so i can yeah. say the in front of it and have it be okay <laughs> and they did a couple interesting things in the scene where uh they're betting on the animals that eat each other on the table uh-huh. uh one of them gets thrown up in the air and it's got the bars to create the the rectangle and it flew out of the bars ah. and over and then when it came down the tail came out over the bottom bar so it gave you an even better yeah, idea these of, are- of 3D. There is um there are very few movies that I will watch and go, you know what? I think I want to see this in 3D and mm. I may even you know, I may even sell that thing that I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, the tickets you know, only like 11 Yeah, and then I'll go do that, give myself a nice day out. Go to the first show. Yeah. Because they let you right in. Yeah. Instead of waiting in line and having to run through everybody. We got there about an hour early uh because I thought we'd have to wait and was it an hour? It was about 45 minutes. There were like 30 people inside, but we had decent this was seats. In Reading? Yeah. We were maybe five rows down from the top, yeah. right right in the middle. So pretty good. And I wore my Novacore shirt. Nova wore her Novacore shirt. And as we're walking in, the dude's walking out, same shirt. Nice. We said, hey, nice shirt, all at the same time. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then he said the same thing to Nova, which was nice. So. Nice. So, no, really, absolutely so well done. It is mm. screamed to the top of my list for movies this year. And there's a couple of um, little things in there, too. Rocket comes swooping in and uh, takes care of one of the kamikaze ships and saves the pink woman and the and the little girl. Oh, yeah. That's John C. Riley's wife and daughter yeah. later. Like, if you don't 
pay close attention, yeah. you miss a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I guess there's a whole bunch of Easter eggs, especially in the collector's oh, really? arena that like are and have been said are other Marvel characters that are going to nice play important yeah that's, roles. that's why you know when you watch the movie the first time you're paying attention to the story just so you can yeah. keep track of what's going on and now when i go see it again it'll be like i'm gonna go like enjoying yeah. it even more but i gotta tell you that first scene when he lands and like with the music oh and yeah he's listening to music and abs yeah he did that so oh my god yeah he was i gotta give him so chris pratt Really, really awesome. Yeah, really, yeah. really, really good. Yeah, and he's just one of those guys that he's. It's really kind of funny because I'll, I'll. My first experience with him is has always been Andy. Yeah, you know the sort of the the fat Andy, the fat Andy, the yep. fat little. He takes dopey. his shirt off as a joke because yeah. he's just he's just. There's no definition. It's yeah. just a curve to belt to neck. But it's just one of those things where I look at him just like, hey, good for Andy. Yeah. You know? All right. I saw he did an interview. He's like, I hope everybody goes and sees this because I had to give a beer for six months, so make it worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. But yeah. He's the, married to Anna Faris. He if he hit that every now and again. That if he, nice. uh, that's the punchline. But If he, um, worth it. If he did the, um, <laughs> if he did that dance as Fat Andy, it would have been funny for a different reason. Yeah. Here it was the the cocky Han Solo kind of exactly. vibe going on. More of a instead of goofy derp. Yeah, no, nah, it had such Buckaroo Bunzai yeah. vibes. Oh, oh and he said he totally did all of that for the one scene in the prison. When he gets hosed down and the guns are, are put on him, he did all of that for that one shot. What do you mean, all the build the Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's got a shirt on the rest of the time. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's that's commitment. Yeah. And I want to see him and Iron Man together. That would be That yeah. would be interesting. But it's I'm too just... bad that um what's his face? Who was the other guy in uh Parks and Rec? Chris he played Chris Drager. Rob Lowe? Yeah. Yeah. Too bad he's not Iron Man. Because that would be really funny having the two of them. Yeah. The same. Yeah. Such a... I can't wait to see it again. Um, but it was light and funny, but it was so fucking dark, too. Because you got this religious fanatic running around in a three-mile-wide spaceship wanting to destroy planets. Yeah. Because fucking purple Josh Brolin says so. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad Double Thumbs is dead, by the way. <laughs> that guy freaked me out every time he had to hand something to somebody. Uh, that movie was so... Fu- it was just fun. The, didn't Josh Brolin's face mixed in with the... Didn't that just... looks fucking sinister. Yeah. Really gave... I had joked with Ellen. I don't know if I said this on the last show, but I said if DC had Thanos... It would be, it would be this 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 twenty eight year old in a gold lame hoodie, yeah. with like scars on his chin and purple eyeshadow, wearing medieval gauntlets, <laughs> and that would be what they. But this Thanos is like three meters wide, gold pointy armor, yeah. giant purple face. You know he is like. 
realistic comic book version of Thanos. Like, now, to a T. <laughs> it may have gone by really, really quick. Or maybe I imagined it because it's something that Rocket would say. But did Rocket actually say to someone, what's a raccoon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because he only happened. looks like a raccoon. Yeah. Like like in Phantom Menace, when was it Phantom Menace? One of them says uh, like like something about a duck. It was a deleted scene, I think. And um, they said like water off a duck's back, and the other one's like, "What's a duck?" Like, yeah, like a stupid deleted scene. Yeah, but that's that actually works for Rocket because he's not a raccoon. Right. He's some fucking something Frankenstein else. cyborg thing. And I love when Drax is like trying to tell everybody he's their family and he's like the vermin and the green whore. It's like, <laughs> it's like he's trying. He's, he was really trying. The green whore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I want to watch it again. Groot, I can't wait Groot to see it. Just whoever whoever designed his face. Yeah, for this version, just fucking nailed it. It was so sincere, and the way they introduce him drinking the fountain water, and then lying about it, and then going back to drinking it—it it was just so innocent. Yeah, he's like, "All right, this is what I'm here for." And when you watch the trailer now, the second extended trailer, you can see him standing behind Chris Pratt with the bag he's gonna put him in, and you don't see that the first time around, right? And, oh man! And when he puts his fucking tree limbs through a bunch of guys, and you oh see Groot go batshit, like, what the fuck? The best part about that whole thing is he didn't fucking stop. I know. Like it was like bang, 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 bang. It's like all right, that's funny. All right, now it's fucking creepy. All right, he's still doing it. Now it's fucking funny again. Then and bang, and then he's done. But it was like, it was like he let loose. Like yeah. It was really interesting wh- wh- how they just took all of them. I saw, I saw some article labeled, you know, ten surprising or ten reasons why Guardians of the Galaxy is the surprise hit. Like it's only a surprise because you didn't think it was going to be any good. Yeah. I since it was announced, I'm like, that's either going to be fucking amazing or Anybody terrible. Anybody who saw the and trailer, I am going that was going to be awesome. Once the Uga Chaka trailer came out, it was oh, like, oh yeah, fuck I'm yeah, in. we're all over this. I'm in. I loved the music in this. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. All we of it were, was perfect. We were flipping through the, the soundtrack on uh, YouTube, and um, the girls were singing Cherry Bomb. Nice. So I'm like fucking and I love mission that they did, accomplished. I love that they did the Runaways version, and I'm a huge yes. Joan Jett fan. They didn't do the Joan Jett version, but they did right. the Runaways, and I fucking love the Runaways. Yeah. yeah. Well, it fits the time. Yeah, exactly. It really does. And I like that there was enough left unsaid or unanswered like who peter's father is because yeah. the way they answer it seems to kind of differ from the comic book yeah they're going in a um, little different a little bit a little yeah. bit different maybe route, so that's going to be interesting to see what happens um most of the nova Corps gets wiped out and they're kind of like jedi how i imagine jedi to be the less of them there are the more powerful their their powers are so like there could be like like all of them were in those ships except for what 30 of them yeah so they should be like super powerful now yeah so 
Nova Love, Nova Prime, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get her to do that salute that John C. Riley did the two fingers against, oh, the, yeah. against the chest. I think that would be a cute little thing we can do. Um, so good. Yeah. All right. What else we got going on? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, hold on. I'm moving over to the computer here. Let me see. Um, oh, um, the Batman Superman movie blinked. Did it. It was up against uh, Captain America. Captain, um, Captain America 3. Um, let's see. Batman versus Superman. Come on, load. Dawn of Justice moves to March 25th. March. There, I looked back over five years, and there have been three movies that did well in March, like over That's over a hundred million. Justice is set to dawn nearly two months earlier than originally planned. Warner Brothers has moved the release of their highly anticipated superhero team of Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice to March 25th, 2016. The original date of May 6th had the film opening opposite Marvel Studios' Captain America 3. It will now go up against Brett Ratner's Beverly Hills Cop. Shit. Sorry, Brett. Wow. While Dean Devlin's Geostorm, originally set for that date, has been moved to an unspecified 2016 trash can. F- Why would they redo Beverly Hills Cop? Why would they let Dean Devlin make more movies? Geostorm. I owned a Geostorm. <laughs> it was a piece of shit car. car. Oh, my God. Do I remember you having that car? No. No, no. I remember you the Saturn. Yes. It, it was basically a sportier version of the Storm. Uh, let's see. Update. Warner Bro- Oh, the Zack Snyder-directed action adventure stars Henry. We know who's in it. Um, Warner Brothers has now mapped out a massive schedule of DC Comics properties. The mystery DC Comics films are set for release on August 5th, 2016. Uh, that's, that's okay. These dates are all okay. August 5th, 2016, June 23rd, 2017, November 17th, 2017. That sounds fine. Yeah. And then there's March 23rd, 2018... That's probably the Wonder Woman movie, honestly, because fuck you, it's March. Uh, then July, April 5th, oh, I hope it's a good one Why on my they... birthday. June 14th, April 3rd. April is actually pretty good. Cap Cap 2 did really good in April. I so. just don't understand why they would move. What? Why put this in March? I don't know. It March is not good. Even it's, if they moved it, it's a, a step week. up from February. Yeah, but if they move it a week, it puts you into April. It gives you at least a little bit more of a feel of it being a spring slash summer movie. Yeah, because the um, April is that's slowly becoming the warm up to summer. Yeah. Um, let's see. I want to look at the release schedule. I can't wait for the first trip. Hey, um. You know anybody who's seen Lucy? I want to see that too. Uh, people seem to like it from from what I from what I've um, into the storm. What the fuck is that? Oh, I don't know. Hold on, I was going to look at this. Uh, January, February, March. Uh, Peregrine's Home for Particulars. Uh, untitled Disney animation. <laughs> Why'd you be a fucking Rebels movie? Uh, Warcraft. Boss Baby: The Divergent Series Allegiant Part One. Uh, Christ the Lord, 
Batman versus Superman in Beverly Hills Cop. April is Clifford the Big Red Dog, the Best Man Wedding, and the Huntsman. I don't know why the wow. fuck they didn't take. Why didn't they just take? Those April? are all Universal titles, by the why way. Why don't they just take April? They could April sh- April fifteenth would be a great that been day. Perfect. Yeah. So it's Captain America three. That's the oh only thing. Oh my god! Listed then they right would now. be they would be the movie to beat. Why didn't they take April? That's the reason stupid. they didn't the reason they didn't go two weeks later in May is because X Men Apocalypse is the twenty seventh. That's fine. That May is gonna look. That May is gonna be good. Look at all that stuff in yeah. May. Yeah. Um. They they could. Oh, how Uncharted. To, how to Train Your Dragon three? Uncharted. Yep. Finding Dory. Uh. A remake of the Mummy, which apparently that whole uh, uh, Universal Monsters is going to be interconnected, um, which is a good idea. That's Angry cool. Birds, huh? Um, Finding Dory, that's going to rock. Oh, look, an Untitled Planet of the Apes, Untitled Smurfs movie, Smurfs, Smurfs Three, Smurfing Smurfs, it up, Smurf movie, Mother Smurfer, um. Yeah, so like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, July 28th, 2017. So uh, they realized what they have. Interesting. I, I've never really looked at the specific rim is uh, for my birthday in 2017. Thank you, Del Toro. Ah, it's three years away. <sighs> Two and a half. <laughs> Two and a half. Pirates of the Caribbean 5, Despicable Me 3, Untitled Pixar, Fantastic Four 2, so it's Fantastic 8, uh, uh, The Croods 2. The Croods was actually surprisingly good, even yeah, though I, I cannot like stand the uh, character design on those. Yeah, they're pretty ugly. They are, but it really it, it ended up working. So, oh, Untitled Star Wars, December 12th, uh, sorry, December, uh, yeah, is that 2016? Yeah. Really? Yep. So December 16th, 2016. Well, we have one coming up next year, though, too. That right? must be the uh, the first spinoff one. Yeah. All this is going to change, though. Yeah, of course. What else? Anything? Monster <sighs> High. That's that's the one I'm... Uh, why the fuck would you open Monster High on the 7th? Why wouldn't you open it up on the 21st, right before Halloween? I don't know anything about this. Is it going to be CG, or is it going to be live action? I'm only curious because I'm gonna have to take. If my they girls made, you know what? It. If they made it look like um, uh, Hotel Transylvania, that design would be kind of cool. They they have CG um, the cartoon. Yeah, and you know what? The the direct to video stuff. It's for what it is. It's pretty well written. Yeah, it's it's all right. I don't I don't I don't have a problem with watching it with the girls. A lot of it focuses on friendship and uh, school diversity. Yeah, that's that's one of the things too. Yeah. It's like, so what if you're different? Because yeah. vampires, werewolves, you know. Plus, it also got us. You know, this is where they came from. So, like, when they see the creature from the Black Lagoon, I'm like, well, that's Laguna's father or yeah, the mummy or anything like that. And, and it's, you know, it's not Bratz dolls. Yes, yeah. they're 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 super skinny bodies with big heads and yeah, long you know legs what, though, and stuff. But that's that's part of their design as opposed to part of their character. Yeah, the Bratz dolls. Okay. Yeah. The only reason their their name is spelled 
Bratz is because stores wouldn't sell anything called W-H-O-R-Z. Yeah, yeah, unless it's Drax's toys. Whores. The Green Whores. The Green Whores. <laughs> There's a name for a band. Didn't the they open whores. for The Clash in 1986? Yep, yep. No, The Runaways. <laughs> but um, Did you ever see that movie, The Runaways? Yeah. It was awesome. I loved I, it. I don't. I don't mind the Monster High stuff because, like, I see a lot of teenage kids in the in the museum. Yeah, and they're all fucking stick legs and giant heads. Yeah, that's funny. Kids have no the, the the teenagers have no definition, boys or girls, to their bodies. Yeah, they're all the same. That's why that website, um, legs or hot dogs, I think, is really funny. Oh yeah. Uh, sometimes I can't tell. Yeah, it's pretty fucking amusing. Uh, what's going on in the news? I don't, I don't know. Did the ceasefire oh, who the help? Fuck I'm not even talking about that. I don't give a shit. I really could not possibly care less. I could, about what I could fix. I, don't care. I could fix the whole problem in the Middle East. Actually, Ripley could fix the whole problem in the Middle East pretty quick. You get the Hamas guy, you get the Israel guy, and you you say, Ripley, you know what to do. And she will walk up and smack each one of them in the face. And say, use your words. And I'll say, you fucking retards. God Just, damn I, it. I'm, I'm tired of it. I, don't, I, I, on, I honestly don't care. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. I just Wait, I, go I, back a minute. What was that Obama thing? Oh, claims to love, claims America. love America eats white children. It's <laughs> pretty funny. That's funny. I like that. Thank you, everybody, too, that... Um, this is in the middle of the show, so it's going to sound like it doesn't mean anything, but it does. Thank you for everybody that wrote in with the condolences for Boo, uh, especially the people that, that I, I got more than one uh, of people, actually more than two or three people that got to the point where I talked about Boo and uh, just wrote in before finishing the show. So that uh, was that was nice. What's that Guardian story? This was a really well-written article about the psychology of the characters. Really? Yeah. Um Let's see. There's Can you send, Drax, that? Can you send that to me? Okay, Gamora. I'll read. Um, you want me to read one? Let's pick one character here. Who do you want? Um, the Green Whore. The Green Whore. Gamora. The adopted daughter you of supervillain Thanos. Gamora is a trained combatant, martial arts fighter, and skilled assassin. Many of her abilities were the result of Thanos' treatment, which we discover in the film were more akin to torture than teaching. Like Drax, her family was murdered by Thanos, and she is the only one left of her kind, and her interpersonal and social relationships are directly affected by her history with Thanos. When someone experiences interpersonal trauma, psychological stress and injury as a result of intended harm by another person, the result can be very different compared to the aftermath of trauma from natural disasters, space accidents, or medical illness, being at the wrong place at the wrong time versus being targeted. Long-term chronic and complex trauma can result in a person's difficulty to trust others, especially those who resemble their perpetrator. Although Star-Lord shows signs of being trustworthy and compassionate, Gamora is initially suspicious of him. She carries some deep-rooted cognitive schemata beliefs about the world, such as others will use me for their advantage, intimacy can result in emotional pain, and I must never let my guard down. Even though being strong all of the time can be exhausting, Gamora pulls it off. It's as if she's allowed her, her... 
It's as if she allowed her past to become integrated into her sense of self just enough to push herself further, make herself run faster, hit harder. She's turned from victim into survivor and from survivor into heroine. Not a fucking ounce of snark or sarcasm. Yeah. Really well thought out. No, really. Groots is is all about how he is so emotionally in touch with himself and the world around him that he doesn't need all the words that we need to communicate. And it's and it's things like that. It's it's a really good article. It's in our Facebook group. It's titled um, "We Are Groot: Guardians of the Galaxy Celebrates Heroes with Authentic Psychological Deficits." Yeah, I just um, and it's on uh, I just Comics Alliance. It on my phone. I'm going to read it before I go to sleep. It's it's not often that I can wholeheartedly recommend a well-researched, intelligently written article about, about a con- green whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Drax calls her. The green whore. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so there was that. Um, I was very surprised. Very surprised. Oh, uh, the one of the writers of Frozen is going to adapt A Wrinkle in Time for Disney. Ooh, A Wrinkle in Time. I love that. I did. I, I did book report book. on that in fourth grade. It's like female driven, strong characters. Yeah, science fiction. Yeah, I I am all for that. I got to get the book and read it to the girls. Um, it was my first introduction to wormholes. Uh, the word tesseract. So when the Avengers came along, I'm like, yeah, I know what that shit is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Marvel screened Guardians for the co-creator of Rocket, who has fallen on some difficult uh, health issues. Oh, that's sad. Um, he said it was one of the happiest days of his life to see him on screen. Uh, language school blogger fired for writing about homophones. <laughs> when hateful fans act like losers, let's call them losers. Let's do this one and then we'll do feedback. Yeah. And the subtitle on this is Love What I Love or Else. Yep. Let's see. Village Voice film editor Alan Scherstel took a select rank of comic book fans to task yesterday in reaction for the hate filled bile thrown the way of film critic Stephanie Zarchek. Z- Z- Zacharek? I don't know. Z-A-C-H-A-R-E-K. Zacharek. Zacharek. For not only daring to not love Guardians of the Galaxy, but for being female at the same time. That bitch. It is the verbal equivalent of shoving a nerd into a locker, and it is glorious. He's right. When you, you parasites of the internet, eschew argument and instead act like sexist pricks, you encourage all of the lonely dude stereotypes that comics creators and fans have been working to shake for decades. No one here thinks all comic book fans are fans of anything science fiction, fantasy, or you name it, is a loser just for liking what they like. Just look at our coverage of, it says, the way too many, and that's crossed out. I hate that yeah. <laughs> passive-aggressive writing style. Plethora of Marvel film. There's not too many because I want more. So, bleh. Um, and you see we have more than a few staff members who are excited about this genre. That's great, and we'll argue about the oversaturation of these movies in the marketplace some other day. Personally, 
I'm not a huge fan of comic books or their big screen adaptations. Give me Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy any day. But that's... Okay. I prefer superheroes who act out of conscience, not because they have superpowers. So you but just like movies about just, heroes. You like Batman. Yeah. Then whatever, whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue into... what makes a superhero. I have this argument with Olivia all the time. <laughs> Batman's not a superhero. If he does super things, then yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, where was I? Uh, but I plan on seeing Guardians. It looks like a less genre-specific, more explosiony Serenity. Oh God, what are you? No. What are you? Twenty-five. And that's not a bad way to beat the summer doldrums. Isn't it doldrums? D-O-L, not D-U-L? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all right. I'm trying not to be a dick about a guy who's telling me to stop being a dick. But if I don't love it and... But what if... Oh, but if I don't love it and think it's the best movie ever, if I find it a bit underwhelming, just like I found The Avengers, it's not because I'm anti-comic book and it's not because I'm female. It will likely be a mixture of personal taste... And not finding the movie as convincingly amazing as others. That's that's perfectly legitimate. I don't see a problem with that. Remember, an adaptation is only great if it appeals to, fully explains the world it is presenting, fans of the source material and newcomers alike. No, it's only great if I think it's great. I don't give a shit what other people think. Yeah. Uh, for a small subset of the fandom, however, that explanation wouldn't be enough and my gender would only make them disagree with me more. Because people are assholes. Hmm. Some of the comments Zacharek received make that clear. Let's see. Uh, This is from Alexander Home Movies. This is someone who skews the general reviews of any awesome superhero summer blockbuster from having a perfect score. I think she does it just for the attention. Even if it's negative attention, she should stick to reviewing chick flicks only. And then Green Arrow MN says, She's just pissed because she lives in the village full of gay men, so no one wants any of her old dried out pie. Okay. <laughs> what kind of pie is <laughs> it? <laughs> if it's like a crumble, it shouldn't. It's supposed to be a little. I saw this movie last week at an early screening and had an awesome time. I masturbated four times. I've not laughed so much at a film in a long time. I'm looking forward to seeing it again tomorrow night. Good. You liked it. Rock on. Shut the fuck up. Okay. That's just adorable. And as Sam Adams made clear over at IndieWire, this type of criticism deserves some well-earned scorn before we completely ignore or ban these trolls. Let's also call a spade a spade. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, easy. All right, settle down. Here. Do that here. And refer to what these people really are losers. That's right, losers. And if they had any sense of humor, they would then follow that with, you know, people that lost stuff. Yeah. (laughs) People that lose. (laughs) If you scour the internet for dissent against something you hold dear, and that something is a fictional story that involves a talking raccoon or, say, a time-traveling nurse who gets it on in 18th century Scotland and you attack the dissenter with hate, then, oh, sweetheart, you are such a loser. Like, Wait, I'm the sorry, biggest the loser. Traveling? I don't know. I don't know. Something I haven't seen. Weird. Between the two of us, you'd think that, like... Yeah. I can't think of what that is. Me either. 
anyway, uh, if you're you've already lost the game of life, maturing, contributing to society, treating other humans with decency, and you probably aren't too far into it. This isn't coming from a stereotypical high school bully perspective. I'm not picking on you because you're different. No, I'm shunning you from the lunch table of humanity (laughs) because you have clearly proven you aren't able to sit at it without vomiting putrid nonsense all over everyone's food. Go eat your lunch in a bathroom stall just as long as you don't have an internet connection there. Loser. Uh, You know... That article said nothing, quite frankly. What what it basically, to me, said was people are not going to like the same thing you like. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And just because uh, y- y- you yeah. think the person's a woman, that doesn't invalidate their opinion. Right. That's dumb. <sighs> I, you know, I I told you about the, the smack game that I play with Ripley and, yeah. and Nova. And um, if they get their math wrong you smack them no if they get it right we play the game Um, (laughs) but i realized that there's there's a couple things that i i never learned um growing up one of them was how to aim my fists in a fight yeah yeah i never i never had any training or anything get into a lot of fights and i also couldn't take i i didn't know whether or not i could take a punch I found out the hard way that I could because somebody hit me square in the jaw and like I that didn't hurts. I didn't feel it. Yeah. I must have got hit just right. Um but I know that I don't have a glass jaw and I didn't fall. But um Ripley the other day I, I leaned down to tell her something and we were just kind of fucking with each other and she smacked me. Not hard. It's not like yeah. I'm like it's like just a it's just a light like yeah. swat and she got like just my enough cheek her four fingers to like you know the the start of the palm of the hand she got that right on my on my cheek and then laughed like a maniac and i thought about it later and i'm like she's not afraid of repercussions cuz i'll just i'll hit her with the same intensity yeah. that she hit me not proportional right but the same you know <laughs> um but her hand-to-eye coordination, she got me right where she wanted to. So this is going to lead into, okay, now this is how you fight. Yeah. And we'll get gloves for the girls, and they will learn what it's like to get that tingle in your nose oh, when you get the, punched uh, in the nose. It's so fucking distracting. But if they can manage that and they can fight, I just want them to be able to defend themselves. Not what? from other girls in school, but from... From the boys they're going to date. There's a movie. I think it's True Romance, I think. Yeah, Christopher Walken punches Dennis Hopper in the face. Mm. And he says something about, oh, it's just that fucking when you get punched in the nose. Yeah. Fucks up your head. Yep. Yep. But I I don't, I I want them to be ready. (sighs) What is this? The business of fake Hollywood money? I don't know. I haven't read that one yet. I, I haven't really been in the group. On the group a whole lot. Um, so, yeah. So that's that's what it is. It's, it's kind of like getting them prepped. Yeah. And it's not like I don't leave a red mark. There's no red marks yeah, exactly. ever. It's just a little boop. And we laugh. It's just a... I don't know. It sounds way worse than it if really I showed does. you what it was. I know. But... 
What do we have for feedback this week? Um, Well, I saved Scott's from last week. Oh, good. Do we have one for this week? No, I told him I had the one from last week. Uh, okay. uh, because I didn't think the girls should be listening to it. Probably. So, not. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, my laptop, my work laptop. Yeah. I went to update the PGP, which is a um, a protection program, an encryption program. And um, it encrypted the hard drive like it should. Mm-hmm. But it encrypted it in a way that the program and computer could not read. Awesome. Yeah, IT took uh, two, I'd say about two days. Uh, one to decrypt it, one to make sure it was good. Then they updated the laptop to Mavericks. It's slow as shit, but I guess it's optimizing and it's still uh, optimizing. Yeah. So That's good because um, whatever the next one is comes out soon. I, um, They're talking new phones, middle of September. Yeah. I'm getting it. I'm doing it. Are you? I believe so. What was that? That was episode 311, right? Last week. There it is. Um, yeah. So she she updated it for me, got it all set. Um, and now uh, it's using File Vault instead of PGP, so it won't happen again. The nice thing was, like, like I had open permissions to update, like, Silverlight, Firefox, yeah. uh, Java, that kind of stuff. And And she's like, yeah, this shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have been a problem when you did it. Because uh, I, I always feel like if I go to IT with a problem, I'm going to hear one of those phrases, like, you know, um, the things that work out to idiot, you know, IO, T, or problem is between keyboard and, yeah. you know, that. Those uh, asshole things. But she, was, but she was nice. She said, there's, there's, you know, you updated it. It, it, it. You couldn't have stopped yeah. it. I'm like, okay, good. Well, everything's still on the on the things. So when I talk to to folks about dealing with their whatever device they're using to link up their pedometers to whatever, um, I'll tell folks, "Look, let's take out the battery." They're like, "Am I going to lose all my data?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> like what? I go. I don't worry about it, but yeah, it's gone. <laughs> like what? It's like, yep, that's happening. Sorry. Well. Should, is there a way to sync it like daily so you don't lose a whole lot there of is, stuff? There is, yeah, but sometimes yeah. things just get messed up. And so I you lose know, a, a can, day, No, maybe? I can I can do stuff manually. Oh, okay, okay. So, That's good. Let's hear what this mofo got to say. All right, then I got to go to sleep. Me too. Get it? Because it's episode 311. <laughs> oh, shit. Ugh. Here's what it's like to have to lay in bed the night before you guys record a show, knowing I have to make a whole new segment for you the next day. It's just a little voice that stands over him, and they and it, and all the voice says is, don't fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> don't fuck this up. Don't yep. fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> and then I fuck it up. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) Last Rites with Reverend Scott (laughs) 
give me a crab juice. <laughs> hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Now, I actually wasn't planning on doing a full segment this week. I've been super busy with selling my house and buying a new one and so on and so on. So I was actually planning on sending you a classic segment. But then at the last minute, out of the goodness of my incredibly massive heart, I decided to make an all-new segment anyway. You're full of shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Actually, it's because you're recording a day late, so I had more time to finish. (laughs) But the point is, here I am with you two assholes yet again. Give me a break. Actually, that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to pat myself on the back for doing another segment. Nice job, Scott. Yeah, I like that. Sheesh. Uh, But I tell you what, I'm sure everyone is curious as to what's coming up on the next Are You Serious? And it's going to be a doozy. Tune in next time as Chris and Frank discuss their new strange dildo. That's curvy. What fucking direction does that go in? (laughs) Chris finds out he's left his fly down for the last seven years. You assholes didn't fucking tell me that shit. (laughs) Frank expresses excitement and further confusion about that new dildo. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to do something with it. I can't wait to do it with it. And finally, Frank gives me his opinion of my mental state. Clearly the motherfucker's disturbed, okay? And um, he should seek professional help. Maybe maybe two professionals at once. Just pay double if you have to. And just, just remember, the skin stretches. Exactly. Could tear. All that and so much more that stretches and tears. But until then, peace and love, guys. Holy fuck, was that a festering pile of stinking yeah. shit. I don't even remember what we refer to anymore. Me neither. I really don't. I don't know how he does it because I don't remember saying any of these things. I know, huh? Oh, I changed my password. Don't you hate that? I, I, all my mail was fucked up on the on the laptop after the oh, the I update. Even, I can't stand looking at your. Oh, I just don't delete shit at all anymore. How much more because room would you have? Not much. Right, I had to um, to redo a bunch of shit here. So save that. Good. Take care of that thingy. Ah, fuck you. God damn it! This is what the other computer said. The whole can't do the password shit. So I gotta put it in two fucking places because it's an idiot machine, right? Yeah, I know. And it's that. so late, I can't even spell my password properly. <sighs> All right. Anything else interesting going on? Oh, fuck you, stupid piece of shit. I don't need my email. Close that. <laughs> fucking. I'm too tired for this shit. Uh, we gotta take the girls' miniature golfing. They see the orange oh, dinosaur. Oh, you know. gotta go there. That's yeah. the place you gotta go. Yeah. If you don't go there, like, don't even bother going. Uh, the orange dinosaur. For anybody that doesn't know what that is, rent Ted. 
and uh, watch the scene where they're miniature golfing. That's like right down the street from us. It's a fucking landmark just, kid. You know what? Google the orange dinosaur. Oh, you know what? Yeah, if I How if I Google that, what is it? Be? it? Because it's big and it's orange and it's well known. Let's see if that's the first thing that pops up. The big the orange, well known orange. Did I spell that right? There's no W in orange. Dinosaur. Images. Route one miniature golf and batting cages is the first. Perfect. The website. Go to the, the website is theorangedinosaur.com. That's awesome. Good for that them. That was brilliant. There it is. Yep. There it is. Top row. All right. Because I don't know what this. This is just fucking orange dinosaurs, and then that malignant looking motherfucker right there. The orange dinosaur. How much does it cost to go there now? I have no idea. Welcome to Route 1 Miniature Golf and Batting Cages. Come enjoy our 18-hole miniature golf course, batting cages, and arcade. Then treat yourself to hard or soft serve ice cream or frozen yogurt at our dairy castle. I guess that's where the Dairy Queen lives. Yes. <laughs> we are open seven days a week from April to October, weather permitting. Call for more details. I would love to call them and just go, yes, I'd like them. More details, please. <laughs> Fuck you, douchebag. How's that for a detail? I got your detail right here with a purple ball. There's that hippo, the purple hippo. Don't care about the hippo. I love this. All the other animals I love this one. Bullshit. This one with the, with the, with the barrel uh, where yeah. you hit it as hard as you fucking yeah, can. and it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. No, no it but really it's doesn't. all about the dinosaur. Those other animals can go fuck they themselves. They have a brontosaurus who gets absolutely no love. No love for the brontosaurus or brachiosaurus or whatever the fuck they're called now. No prices, though. That must be the more details. Let's see what Dairy Castle. Dairy Castle. It's actually called Dairy Castle. Batting cages and arcade. Look at that. Three skee-ball machines. State of the fucking art, kid. (laughs) Uh, Twelve pitches for a dollar. I gotta tell you, that's pretty brilliant getting that web address. That is. That is. I wonder, because it, it's the orange dinosaur, I wonder what orangedinosaur.com is. <laughs> You're gonna get to some weird porn site. So, wait a minute, why am I looking at dinosaur porn? Help me. Nope, nothing. This is terrible. Orange dinosaur came up with nothing. Yeah, just pictures. Yeah, let's see. There's no W in orange. What the fuck? There isn't. What is it with you and orange? <laughs> the orange dinosaur. I'm tired. It's orange. Help me. It's yeah, orange. I get nothing. They should buy orangedinosaur.com. Or they should buy orange doesn't have W. <laughs> orange is the new orange. <laughs> Maybe it costs too much. For what? Orange dinosaur. Dinosaur.com? How do I? There we Just go. Just do right Orange there. Dinosaur. O R A N G E D I N O S A U R. Search. Twelve ninety nine for dot co. Where's dot oh, com? That. Oh, Orange Dinosaur dot com is already registered. Huh? Yeah, but not for sale. Oh well. You could do dot moby or dot net. 
<laughs> or dot me or dot co. But every you can't get dot Moby because then you have a picture of Mo. You have to put Moby on your site. Yeah, I don't get that. Dot M-O-B- net. You have to put a. You have to put a picture of uh, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> All right, I think we fucked around enough. I think so. Is that it? Oh yeah. All right, thank you, Scott. Thank you for everybody that's supporting the hard drive thing. Um, as soon as I get the drive back and it's backed up, that's when I'm going to start legitimately contacting people. I'm not just like saying, hey, thanks for the money, fuck off. Um, it's it's one of those, uh, when it's done is when I'll start yeah. contacting people for, um, unless somebody donated and they, they have something they want us to cover. We have a copy of Heaven is for Real. Next week? I think we can do that next week. Pizza and beer? We're going to do a commentary episode for Heaven is for Real. I have not watched it. You, I know, have not watched it. I have not watched it. Um, In the middle of it, we may switch over to the second Captain America. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? These things happen. Yeah, whoops. Oh, this file's fucked up. Yeah. So, um, So, we're going to do pizza and beer. We've been trying to do this for a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, after I get paid, so that works. Yeah, me too. (sighs) Cool. All right, I have to pee. All right, I got a 12-hour shift that starts up in, like, five hours. Bye, everybody. Bye. in the media. And before I do, I am very aware that we're extremely lucky here on HBO. We don't have advertisers. So if I want to say that, for instance, Cadbury cream eggs are filled with dolphin sperm, or, or that Old Navy clothing makes you look like a tacky murderer, or, or, that, or that Snickers only satisfies you for about eight minutes, then makes you hate yourself for the rest of the day, I can. I can do all of those things. And why? Well, because of HBO's business model, which no one has been able to adequately explain to me yet. But most other outlets are locked in a constant battle for editorial independence, which is especially problematic when it comes to the news. 
America has a proud tradition of a free and independent press, but it has always been a fight. Back in the 50s, newscasters like NBC's John Cameron Swayze were introduced like this. Sit back, light up a camel, and be an eyewitness to the happenings that made history in the last 24 hours. The Camel News Caravan presents Today's News Today. Produced for Camel Cigarettes by NBC. Top story this evening. (laughs) Americans' life expectancy is still 45. (laughs) That's camel smooth. Now, exceptions like that aside, it's generally agreed upon in journalism that there should be a wall separating the editorial and the business side of news. It's sometimes referred to as the separation of church and state. Although, I like to think of news and advertising as the separation of guacamole and Twizzlers. (laughs) Separately, they're good, but if you mix them together, somehow you make both of them really gross. (laughs) But but, but recently, the integrity of news has become harder to protect, particularly in print. Print is still where most original journalism is done. But since papers moved online, they have struggled financially, mainly because news is like porn. People don't want to pay for it on the internet, even though somewhere in a dimly lit room, Paul Krugman worked very hard to make it. Ah, online. He worked hard. He put his heart and soul into that. Online, print publications have struggled to attract advertisers, partly because traditional banner ads are so ineffective that one study found we only intentionally click on them less than two-tenths of one percent of the time, which actually sounds about right. Because did you know that if you ever actually click on a banner ad, you literally get taken to a page that reads, Hey, is everything okay? I'm presuming you passed out and hit your head on the keyboard. I'm calling an ambulance right now. The the publishing industry, though, has responded to this crisis by finding a new way to appeal to advertisers. Native advertising is basically saying to corporations that want to advertise, we will camouflage your ads to make them look like news stories. That's essentially it. That's essentially it. Are you saying that to sum up your point on native advertising, or are you describing independent journalism? That's essentially it. It's over. We're done here. (laughs) Even if you've not heard the term native advertising before, you have probably been subjected to it by now. It's when a piece of ostensibly normal content is stamped with tiny disclaimers like uh, this and this, and then contains messages that are often clear endorsements. And, if you'll excuse me, I'll just take a break uh, from making this point by enjoying the refreshing taste of Mountain Dew Code Red. Mm. And then it's at this point that you usually realise, oh, this isn't the thing that I was looking for, you're just advertising the most disgusting drink ever manufactured. (laughs) Although, although, I will say it does undeniably taste of red. Native advertising, though, has been so lucrative for new media organisations that they've basically built their entire business model around it. 100% of our revenue comes from, from branded content. Um, so, so we have a lot of partners who are, who are marketers um, and, and, and major brands. We work with 76 of the top 100 brands now. That's the CEO of BuzzFeed, Jonah Peretti. And his face is like BuzzFeed itself. Su- <laughs> successful, appealing and yet somehow you want to punch it. Uh, BuzzFeed has created... BuzzFeed has, no, no, no. BuzzFeed has created masterpieces of native advertising, such as 
10 life-changing ways to make your day more efficient, sponsored by GE, and 9 ways cleaning has become smarter, sponsored by Swiffer, and 11 sea creatures who deserve to die, sponsored by BP. Now, that, that, that last one is a joke, but it's not significantly different from the previous two. Uh, full disclosure... HBO did pay for lists to promote this show around the time that we began, very cleverly realising uh, we'd better promote this show, no-one is going to give a shit about it. <laughs> but the, the success of this practice has clearly impressed old media such as Time Inc., whose CEO recently created a, a, a native advertising team. And, and he also doesn't see why that might be an issue. As long as it's clearly marked, as long as the consumer knows the difference between what's editorial and what's native, I don't see any problem with it at all. Yeah, but it is a problem, though, because the consumer cannot tell the difference. <laughs> a recent study showed that less than half of visitors to a news site could distinguish native advertising from actual news. And of course they can't, because it's supposed to blend in. You're like a camouflage manufacturer saying only an idiot could not tell the difference between that man and foliage. I mean, look, the camouflage clearly states not foliage on the collar. It's clear. And besides, I'm sure the deer knows the difference between the two things. Deers are so smart. You have to respect deer. And if you are wondering how he reconciles this with the line between church and state, well, funny story. Quite frankly, I've changed church and state, as you know. Uh, we took that away and we said the editors are going to now be working for the business side of the equation. But frankly, I think they're happier. They're more excited about it because no longer are we asking ourselves the question, are we violating church and state, whatever that was. Whatever that was. That's like a surgeon saying, hey, I found this squishy thing in there, all bloody and gross, so I removed it, whatever that was. That was the heart. That was what made the whole thing work. You needed that. <laughs> and, and it's not just Time, Inc. that's doing this. The Atlantic published some native advertising for the Church of Scientology. The ad is the kind you've probably seen. It's called Sponsored Content, and it's formatted to look like an actual article on their website. And the article lavishly praised Scientology's leader, David Miscavige. OK, now, for the Atlantic, that is ethically compromising, but for Scientology, that is just plain stupid. They clearly should have gone with a magazine with better access to their key demographics, such as depressed, aspiring actor monthly. <laughs> but even, even the New York Times is now embracing this. They had a recent feature on their website about women in prison, which looked like a serious piece of journalism, but was actually a paid post promoting season two of Orange is the New Black. And here's the thing, as far as native advertising goes, that's about as good as it gets. The reporting is real and the sponsored branding was minimal. But it is still an ad. Now, it's like hearing the one Katy Perry song that you like. You think, sure, this is the best possible iteration of Katy Perry, but it still feels wrong to be listening to this. <laughs> You're gonna hear me roar. Louder, louder than a lion. It's a good song. It's a good song. There's a 12-year-old girl inside me who is empowered by that song. The, the problem is, the problem is, the problem is sponsors aren't always going to be as benign as Orange is the New Black. Sometimes it's going to be a company like Chevron. 
who recently sponsored a piece in The Times about how our energy needs are changing. And spoiler alert, the notion that they're changing because we f***ed up the earth thanks to companies like Chevron is not the conclusion of the article. <laughs> you might think all of this might seriously damage trust in a news organisation. But a Times advertising executive would like to vigorously refute that. Let me start by vigorously refuting the notion that native advertising has to erode consumer trust or compromise the wall that exists between editorial and advertising. Good native advertising is just not meant to be trickery. It's meant to be publishers sharing its, its storytelling tools with a marketer. Exactly. Exactly. It's not trickery. It's sharing storytelling tools. And that's not bullshit. It's repurposed bovine waste. <laughs> and, and look, in news... In news, that is seemingly the model now. Ads are baked into content like chocolate chips into a cookie. Except it's actually more like raisins into a cookie because no-one wants them there. <laughs> and... and and the point is, think how much it would affect your trust in me as a source if you knew that that last anti-raisin cookie joke was actually brought to you by Chips Ahoy. But, <laughs> but before we demonise these organisations for selling out, it is worth remembering, this is all at least partially our fault. A press cannot be free and independent if nobody is willing to pay for it. And it seems nobody is going to. In which case, I'd like to make a suggestion. If our news is going to be corrupted, we should at least get something in return. Every time a corporation sneaks advertising into our news and ruins it, our news should be allowed to sneak into their advertising. When you get hot, you get thirsty. And when you get thirsty, there's only one choice. Diet Coke. The recent Ebola outbreak has killed over 700 people in West Africa. The World Health Organization says they don't yet have it under control and the situation threatens to become catastrophic. Okay, like that's enough. No more talking.